Hello, friends. Happy weekend. Just thought again that I would share my thoughts currently as I toil away at work stuff. I was on Twitter. Everything starts when I go on Twitter. And I've seen an account from someone who I think really has provided some material that I can use as examples of my frustration and basically the opposite of my own thinking and logic and where I think the deterioration of general like moral values not even in a sense of tradition or um, conservativeness but rather values of a collective thinking that people have aborted themselves from because we're at this point in life in the evolution of human conditioning that so many different factors have contributed to technology um politics pandemics um i mean economics all everything every part of the the foundations the the bricks that lay amongst the social construct of where we live and the the sort of corrosion that's happening i think within it and people from all sides right left middle whatever are all unified in the same thinking of themselves and i understand we have we're singular we we collectively all share the experience of being individuals and that is unique and important and why we must encourage um accepting all individuals as they are um so before anyone thinks oh the narrative that i'm about to spin is some conservative viewpoint don't worry i there's no way that i won't be able to explain and whether or not people accept it is that's on them but i will make it very clear that this viewpoint isn't based on my own views of any nature regarding identity or uh, a value that I place on people based on, you know, how they identify or anything. So the 
I, I mean, I'm from New Zealand, and the, the, the biggest gripe that I often have is people who aren't from the countries that they're speaking on, like, the politics of, chiming the fuck in. You know, like, when the, when the elections in America were going with Trump, and everyone was just blasting their opinions as if they knew what the one knew knew what they were talking about or the experiences of um people who are actually eligible eligible to vote i.e. the american american public um obviously people who have a real foundation to how they vote regardless of what that was but ultimately trump won and to criticize from the perspective of someone not living in that environment was, I thought it was gross. I thought it was, I'm obviously not a Trump supporter. I think the man is insane, but I'm not going to sit on my high horse from afar and judge the decisions of people who are living with the reality of what an economy is in their own country. Just like if Americans start criticizing New Zealand, like, get the fuck out of here. So, I don't, in in light of saying that, what I am uh, commenting on is a American thing, but it's not so much, some, it's not so much a topic that is so alien to anyone in the world. Um, and it's something that I believe will become an issue in places like New Zealand and affect everybody at some point. We, as New Zealanders, I believe, uh, tend to experience the influential political waves that come from places like America, so it's not stupid to pay attention. And I've discussed it loosely before, but this anti-gay bill that it's being called. I followed it because I was shocked when I read that term. I was like, the fuck is going on? But when you actually spend some time to figure out what that is, it is not that at all. It absolutely, there's no part in this bill, this Florida bill, that is limiting the speech, freedom of speech or speech or expression or anything close to that within the gay community at all. All it is um, attempting to restrict is the ability of edu- young education teachers using their positions as trusted professionals by parents of children who will be the future generations, um, preventing those people whose job it is to follow a curriculum um, to so that they can't indoctrinate a ideological self-serving or 
personal agenda on sexuality as a whole. Gay, straight, anything. And you can go, well, you know, that's a bit fucked up. What if, you know, there is a gay teacher that wants to talk about that. I am talking about young children. And I don't think it is outlandish or conservative to say, hey, actually, it is not an appropriate age for any adult in this position to start the narrative of sexualized um, indoctrination on any level, straight, gay, anything. That's it. It isn't saying do not tell children about alternative, non-traditional forms of unity. It is saying don't talk at all about it because they are children and there is no reality where that type of conversation is appropriate. It, it will, but not now. Now, of course, this has been warped into the neoliberal war on freedom of speech and war on all of these fictitious uh, agendas which have their right or conservative right have been accused of manipulating and trying to make happen. Now, I'm not saying that there are not extreme conservatives that would love the education system to only teach God's word, obliterate any type of inclusive language or newer pronouns, anything like that. Yeah, they exist. But... I sort of see the spectrum of left and right, political left and right, like a circle. It's a line that bends and meets at a point. And when you go to the extreme left and the extreme right, you really can't tell them apart. If they were to argue their point without the subject of the side they claim to fight for. And all you saw was the way that they argue it and their attempts and their construction being baseless and extremely misleading. You couldn't tell them apart. They are cut from the same cloth. Now, again, I believe in the freedoms of all and the ability for dialogue to be organic and the rich tapestry that makes, I say democracy loosely, but the rich tapestry that makes life exciting and complex and hopefully spurs people to think and make better judgments 
you cannot make a righteous good decision without knowing the opposite of that and we are built with a moral compass some are not but most are and from an early age it's proof that we I would say majoritively navigate with good intention this shifts however often and the new avenues that are being created these sort of little pockets of um pockets of i mean okay everyone wants to find a community and a sense of belonging to cultivate a sense of belonging environmentally socially romantically uh platonically in every way we we are group pack animals and it the reality of life is is perpetually lonely in a lot of ways i think for the a lot of the extremist viewpoints left and right the way that they cultivate followers and fuel their agenda is by creating a sense of fear and isolation within society and they offer niche uh beliefs and viewpoints that cater to the lost sell a lot of people an idea that their vagrant mindset is somehow defective or um diseased and their purpose is as a result of that their purpose is obsolete and they have no real value this this is like cults you know cults prey on people who are seeking acceptance and it is exploitative it is deliberate and it is done by people who have a deep understanding of what they're doing cults do not just happen organically nor do political parties nor do religions these are extremely uh calculated and figured out before you even realize you're in it so this bill is being used as this weapon and is being and i use this as an example i don't want to talk about the bill i'm just talking at this juncture of my thought but this is becoming like this real weaponized um yeah weapon political weapon by the left to just like when Trump was elected to shame and put fear oh that's my dog trying to dig a treat into the wall the the same shame and guilt and um weaponry used by the left towards freedom of choice 
freedom of choice and to support freedom of choice, which I would imagine most left-leaning people are needing to accept if the argument is the oppressed are oppressed because they have not been accepted by the powers that be, which is not, not up for debate, they then would be seeking acceptance. But I find it extremely hypocritical when you see these same people demanding acceptance on all fronts but are somehow given immunity within the, their own uh, group and community when they shame that same demand and respect to those who are simply acting on their own free will and judgment based on their experiences. We do not choose our sexuality. We do not choose our race. We do not choose our um, parents. We do not choose the environment that we are born into. We don't choose so many factors that mould who we are. But we do choose how we navigate within it. Their, the influence of our environment is a huge impactful part, but it certainly doesn't create the disease that many believe is fueling quote-unquote wrong thinking, which I only believe wrong thinking is soulless thinking, like a car driving without a person, without a direction, that is a autonomous but without uh, intention. And when you are a human being and you navigate with intention that is to harm, that is wrong. That is wrong thinking. But I do not believe wrong thinking is something that is necessarily because it doesn't align with my viewpoints. Now, racism would be a great example. On the one hand, it, it can be very environmental for many people. It is proven in many studies. It's proven by rehabilitated extremist uh, members of racist groups like the Brotherhood, the Aryan Brotherhood, things like that. There's the ability for their rehabilitation and their thinking. And when you sort of see the process of that undoing of that internal knot, um, you learn quickly that it was a result of an indoctrination, a cult-like behaviour of fear, superiority, uh, insecurity, and all these things that uh, you know, these these groups prey upon and um, what's the word? I suppose, you know, cultivate members. Now, it is wrong thinking, absolutely, and it needs to be eradicated. But you cannot eradicate vulnerability unless 
you eradicate predatory behavior because the feeble-minded that are super um, susceptible to bigoted and gendered narratives, now they're not guiltless, but they're not the ones that I see as, they're a symptom, they're not the disease. The disease are the ones who know what they're doing is constructed, manipulated and designed and not real. The ones at the top who understand that the agenda isn't that they believe there is a hierarchy of race. These are people who are using it as warfare to get things. And the things they're getting are malleable people that they use as stepping stones for power. This also happens on the other end of the spectrum, where I say the circle meets at a point. You've got this environment that's metastasizing in a very similar way. You've got people who are manipulating narratives, shaming a huge portion of a, a, a big community, or, you know, the opposing community, let's say, on all fronts, for actions that are not evil, simply free will. People who vote Trump. Now, people who vote, let's say, when Obama won the election, you never saw the promotion or celebration of people condemning the voters of Barack Obama. Now, I'm sure there were. I'm sure there were plenty of racist, bigoted, whatever. America's a big, shitty place sometimes, but great also. Uh, But there was no environment that I saw where it was celebrated or encouraged. But then you see Trump supporters. Now, some of the Trump supporters, yeah, put them in the bin. But that's not all of them. The ones that you see on the memes and those, those are like the odd hills have eyes country bumpkin who thinks Jesus is a white man, right? But anyone who voted for Trump was labelled one of them. And it became a... It became... a a collective viral exercise and hobby to get the burden on anyone who may have publicly shared that they voted for Trump. And there was no combative opposition on that. It was, you know, news, news and celebrities and everyone got on board. And for me, I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I wouldn't vote Trump, fuck that. But the way it was being promoted to be opposed to it 
as it was a good thing. It's it had a stench. It's it's not a it's not a popularity test. It's about a functioning country based on a presidency which shouldn't exist with a population that size. I don't really know how Congress and that shit works, but I just see how many people would have been in the country when the first president was ever elected. Probably, what, like a thousand? I don't know, way less, but way more, but I don't know, I don't know. But how many people are in America? A lot now. And you've still got that same structure in order to govern all of the states, sort of, kind of, I don't know. It just seems like there could be a better way to do this. Um, so this thought began because I saw a tweet from an openly left political person on Twitter. Fuck knows. Benjamin Butterworth. Don't know who they are. No. Oh. Of course, of course Hugo would be piping up. Wouldn't It wouldn't be a podcast or a recording of anything, even when I'm on the phone. Oh, I've got to get him a bribe. Here we are. So I don't need to know who this person is in order to form an opinion because I do believe that the opinion should be based on what's in front of me and I'm not trying to dismantle this person's entire existence just the opinions that they're sharing. So the tweet that got me onto this was from this person. Don't, don't know why people think kids learning about gay relationships in school will turn them gay. I learned about World War II, but I'm yet to invade Poland. Now, I get it's kind of a joke, but it's also not. Because the bill was not constructed to prevent gay nor does it say anywhere in the bill about homosexuality of any kind or any type of sexual orientation for that matter. So I've responded on, on Twitter. don't need to read my response because I'm saying it. But I will read one of the follow-up tweets from the original reply, which I said, are you blaming the same institutions that gave you the privilege of an education of for all the forms of insidious indoctrination? Do you blame them for the same learned behaviour that led you to become a mouthpiece for leftist, self-serving agendas that encourage the grooming of kids? Now, what I mean by that is this person's clearly not an oppressed, at, you know, oppressed at the bottom of the social ladder. It's a white guy, looks in his 30s, he's got 31,000 and a half followers, writes for the Washington Post and the Guardian, um, you know, th this person's not um, inept or struggling in any way by the forces of a power structure. Um, and clearly, they're educated and are criticising a system that is now apparently capable of, of, of making such poor judgement in that they think, oh yeah, being gay is a taught thing. No, no, no. If, if that was, the, if the system that is creating 
an education system that's making all humans functioning, do you think that that's the same people that think gay is contagious? Or something, right? No. The, so I went through this person's Twitter and it was just tweet after tweet after tweet of just the same fear-mongering, shaming and warping of logic which is indoctrinating in very easily influenced people who might overlook their own judgment for the sake of unity within a, a, a subgroup just for a community, you know, like, I want to be part of the gang, and the, it's like, yeah, it's a shit gang, but they'd take it over being isolated, and you go, well, isolation's not that bad, but it's like, mm, but the outsiders to be shamed, because people like this are promoting a sense of, it's okay to bat the other team, but not us, even though they're the ones claiming to be perpetual victims, so this person wrote another tweet saying, some children are gay and trans. The only adults with an agenda are the ones determined to ruin innocent kids' lives because they can't accept some humans are born different. And I've replied saying, yes, adults who constructed a hierarchy value system on children with a projection of sexual identity. Trans, straight, gay, by all children are children above all else. The predatory risk begins with people using sexuality to identify, so, sorry, sexual identity to weaponize an environment for children and not you. Meaning, kids are kids. Kids are kids. And there's a lot of rules around what you can do with kids because their brains are not capable of consent. They don't have, their, their biological bodies are not even kicked in to reproduce therefore there should not be a mental gymnastic game about anything of that nature until it's appropriate but the fact that they're saying some children are gay and trans it's like no no, no. they're children they may become gay or trans but they are fundamentally children above all else they're children before they're boys and girls. They're children before they're black or white. They're children before they're anything. They are children. Children. They're not the thing that you're using as the label to get your side across. To further weaponize and exploit someone malleable and beneath you for your own agenda children are children no matter what boy girl gay straight black white asian poor rich anything all of them are children none of them can drive cars none of them have a brain capable of consenting to things like sex none of them are adults <laughs> they're children okay so stop with like you've got like your own projection of these things like no 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 deal with the identity shit when it needs to come now this person also wrote and these are just examples right I realized I was gay when I was 10 years old and okay yeah so this is our thing this person's gay I realized I was gay when I was about 10 years old and was on the receiving end of homophobic bullying from about the age of four including from my own family 
Now, Alison Bailey is the person he's responding to, who I don't know who it is, but looks like a black woman and probably someone in their realm of media. I don't know. But so they continue. But Alison Bailey would throw the throw the many kids like that under the bus for the sake of her own obsession. Now, Alison Bailey had written, a 12-year-old as a child, stop putting children in with adults and labeling them LGBTQ+. Let children grow up without adult agendas. What you're trying, what you're doing is safeguarding a red, sorry, is a safeguarding red flag. It's dangerous and sticking LGBTQ plus on it doesn't make it any less so. 100% agree. I've quoted the entire thing and said, exemplifying the need to magnify your own ego and victimization as if it's a virtue and exclusive to your life and identity only. Imagine the kids who would suffer if your tyrannical self-serving solutions became a reality in the current system you clearly thrived in. This is a white gay guy who is saying that, from what I'm looking at, a black woman is incapable of understanding some form of, like, oppression because he was gay and people bullied him. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And there's a few where he complains about Elon Musk not using his money to, you know, save the fucking countries in debt and give it all to the UN. And he said he bought Twitter. And it's like, here you are, being an example of a white male at the apex of a capitalist system, working to make no impactful change other than to spotlight your own ego. Give up your spot for someone less fortunate and come back with the better argument. Why does Elon Musk have to fucking give it to the UN? Elon Musk made his money in the tech company and he's done something in tech. Who gives a fuck? It's not his fucking job. You're, you're bitch. So, yeah. So, bitch is about a man with self-made fortune who invests in the same industry he made that fortune in, completely separate from the UN, but ignores the lacking humani- humanitarian aid from the UN itself when they play political politics and let the world burn as if that's not their fucking job. And then he complains about, like, oh, Netflix has shit content, like, but you've got Netflix and you've got an iPhone, all made in communist countries who, you know, you're just ignoring all that, but you're going to bitch about fucking Elon Musk. Like, people like this create an environment where it shames because they've got this identity that they've done a very good job at constructing, making people believe that you don't want to argue someone like this because they're going to be able to construct tweets that sound smart but are very empty. Hugely empty. And that kind of fear-mongering is what makes people be quiet and indoctrinates followers who are victims of being isolated and not don't have a sense of community. Um purely to prop up their argument that has no agenda other than to make themselves look good. So all I'm saying is just don't, right or left, either way, don't forget that you're born with the eye of fucking Horus in your mind's eye. You've got a moral compass. You've got 
insight, you have instinct, you have understanding that not everything is as it seems. We, Regardless of how perceptive you are, you all have an experience where you're like, mm, something's off here. Don't let people who have an extremely rich vocabulary because of their privilege and their education allow you to think that because of that, their opinion is the correct one and therefore you must adhere to it because that's incorrect. And being bullied into a way of thinking is the definition of communism in, in the practical sense. Like, communist, like, I'm a theoretical communist, but I'm not a fucking practical communist because I believe in the freedom of all because freedom and, and truth and speech and everything is how you can see and have everything in front of you, all cards laid on the table, so you can make a good judgment. The minute you start to condition it, bully people and hide things, we don't have all the fucking, we don't have all, you know, the chips on the table and we get misguided and we make mistakes and we don't always want to have to learn by mistakes. Sometimes we want to learn with logic and reasoning and, 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 you know, information. So yeah, that was a bit of fucking rant. But basically what I'm saying is, as much as I hate, you know, fucking extreme conservative people that give God's word and the Bible and Christianity a fucking bad name, and have just discarded every part of the ethos that it once represented, and um, it's now shameful to kind of promote yourself as a God-fearing person. As much as I hate those people, I fucking hate the people that are using um, liberal... um, liberal change and progressive um, evolution in society and, and, the, and all of the things that once began as good being exploited by greedy people who are using it as a weapon for their own shit. They're the same fucking thing. As much as I hate the fucking conservatives that just ruin everything for everyone, I hate the people on the left doing it too because making it hard. It's making the ones who are actually striving for change and shift and honest and good discussions, it's make it's painting them with that fucking brush, making oh god, you're a fucking, you're a woke, you know, you're woke now. It's like fuck, no, it, yeah, being woke, ugh, yuck. If you if you think you're woke, you're a conservative. Like that, it's conservative thinking because you're putting, you're labeling yourself, and you're admitting that you have a set of rules that you will not shift. You are meeting at that point on that spectrum. Don't do that. Be malleable on all fronts. Don't be that dickhead that ruined my fucking Twitter dive. Which was actually fun up until that point. Anyway, this has gone on for like longer than 30 minutes. Thanks for listening, if you've made it this far.